Welcome back to another episode of Game Chat. I have Anthony, I got Elite, this is Brunner, and today we're going to continue the trend of our top five lists. If you haven't seen our previous video, our top five video games of all time, go check that out. Link will be in the description, and I'm pretty sure there'll be a pop-up card on YouTube. But today we are doing our top five comic book movies of all time and this is only live action so spider-verse or any of the dc uh films will dc animated films will not be on this list and this is also movies not tv shows right so that could be a whole nother that could be a whole nother list animated yeah Disney, that could DC be a whole nother animated list, uh tv shows or animated movies <laughs> But uh, I Absolutely. went last, so I mean, I went first last time. So uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Oh. All right. So, all right. I'll go, go first Anthony. because I'm just gonna say that Bruno not including TV shows is probably the biggest crime in this, and he knows it. I can see in his eyes. The, the specific one TV Walking show Dead that would have been my number three. Seasons. I went down on record. Walking Dead would have been number three. Okay, Shit. so number five. Uh, give me the classic team. Do you have any? Hold on. Do you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, the Punisher movie, Men in Black. That's probably it. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about Men in Black. Yeah, Men in Black. That's a good one. People forget about the comic. Um, number five. So my my oh yeah okay, thought we were doing honorable mentions. We'll, we'll go we'll go me and I'll say my number five and then when you do it say your honorable mentions and then Bruno will say his. Okay. Um, yeah, number five it. for me is the classic TMNT, the one with the the nineties. You know, I would add nostalgic honestly. It's pretty good. Like, if I would include the animated movie, I would too. Um, even the classic TMNT in the 90s and the Michael Bay one in 2014. Just the first one, not the second one. The first one with Shredder was really good. I don't care what anybody says. The second one was cringy. But um, those two, I mean, you can't go wrong with TMNT, you know? And Elite knows it. I know Elite knows it. In the comic books, they all didn't have the same, like, the colors. They all had the same band. A lot of people don't know that, but um, and in the comic books now it's still good. The Last Ronin is a really good comic book. If you guys haven't read it, it's about the it's great, great comic book. It's great yes, comic book. A lot book. of people haven't heard about it, so you guys check it out. Great team and key comic book. That's my number five though. Locking it in. So I'll go. My honorable mention is From Hell, Johnny Depp movie, Alan Moore comic book. It's amazing. It's about Jack the Ripper. But my number five is Cowabunga Heroes in a Half Shell, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 1991 version. Um, so it's kind of ironic as I have a fucking amazing relationship with TM, the, the Turtles. So the Turtles were created at the University of Maine. Okay. So Kevin Eastman also went to school with my aunt. So I have all those comic books, original ones signed by Kevin Eastman and Peter Lard. And so to me, I've always been a big Turtles fan, like from the beginning of time. So fun fact, you kind of mentioned their colors. The first pressing for the first two seasons episode, like the first two runs of Turtles, they were black and white comics. Yep. They weren't even in color. So it's kind of, but it's just kind of cool. And so that's my number five, too. It's Ooh. kind of ironic. You said your honorable mentions already? Yeah, it's from oh, yeah, hell. That's right. That's right. You were talking about that on Xbox, too. From hell. 
L. Alan Moore from hell. Yep. Okay. So my honorable mention, I just have the one. Uh, it's Scott Pilgrim versus the world based on the graphic novel by Brian Lee O'Malley. I mean, I've read all the graphic novels. I mean, I love the movie. Right, that's Great casting one. and everything. I've given I've given its uh, its flowers and its its praise before on episodes, but I love that movie. I love the director. But my number five, I guess, me being a basic bitch now, um, is got to be Batman two thousand twenty two. All right, I love the Batman. I mean, in in in. In the time of DC having like, I think the last DC hit was Joker 2019 and for 2019 to 2022, it was just duds. And then this, this brought back DC, like it, it won, it won comic book movie of the year in 2022. And we've talked about that, but hot take coming in. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, the movies I'm going to talk about are on some of those people's list. Um, I'm not a big Dark Knight fan. The whole Dark Knight trilogy, I've personally never been a fan of it. And it's my take. All right. All right. But anyway. It's a it's a take, it's but a it's a not take. the right take. It's my <laughs> take. I've like I like Batman Begins. Batman Begins is good. But I mean Dark Knight was okay. And then I didn't wasn't a fan of Dark Knight Rises when they whitewashed Bane and then they made him like a super terrorist. And then Tom Hardy's, you know, voice became a meme. But I'm like, yeah, I'm like, Nolan, I'm like, Christopher Nolan, why are you trying to make it realistic? I'm like, it's a dude dressing up as a bat. But, you know what I mean? But, like, Batman hit everything. Gotham, the setting, Gotham was Gotham. Like, that. Gotham in the comics is, like, that they brought it to life. And then, you know, I, I liked... um I liked, um, you know, when they make Gotham feel like a character, that's how you know it's a great Batman film. And then I liked the Batmobile. I liked um, how he's like, not year one, but like year two, year three, you know what I mean? And it's very, it's like, it's not, you know, crazy, but it's still sort of realistic, you know what I mean? It's it's keeping still in a little bit of realm of reality. And I th- I love the Riddler. I loved Paul Dano's performance. You know, I I loved everything about this film. So that's my number five. I'll be honest with you. If I was going to put in on my list, I have zero DC, zero Marvel. But I do like that movie a lot. It's yeah. We spoke about it when it came out. Yeah. I really, really remember. I, yeah. I, I was like not going to like it at all yeah. because of the casting. And it ended up becoming one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm um in that yeah i want to say for those of you who don't know we're new anthony turned elite into a believer because elite's like oh i don't know about this movie you know i've got big reservations and anthony's like no trust you know give it time just 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 wait just be optimistic and then it, Anthony it, converted it, it was good. Movie. <laughs> but what's funny you said about gotham though if we included tv series gotham probably would have been my list damn right because because that series, I feel like the city of Gotham really kind of was like a cast Tom. member, the way they filmed. You know what I'm saying? Because it gave me the same vibes as what the Batman movie also gave me. You know what I'm saying? Tell him. Tell him. Tell him about it. 
So I'm just saying. Speaking of that, it's hey, perfect it's segue to episode. Melon Bottle Goat I'm too. okay with it. Because my number four is Joker. 2019 Joker. <laughs> you know, or I think 2019. Did it come out 2019? Yep. 2019. Talk yep. about a Gotham that's like another another universe where the Gotham is amazing and just the fucking plot. Todd Phillips, same director as Amazing, amazing performance from everybody. All the supporting roles were great. The mom was like a twist in the end of her abusing. It was like perfect. I gotta give it number four. Um, and the audience reactions. I mean, if you guys remember, like the scene with Robert De Niro and you know the audience and your theater gasped loud. And great fucking film. I cannot wait for the second one. And I'm a little skeptical with Lady Gaga, you know, as Harley, but um. I, I trust in Todd Phillips. I gotta see a trailer. So, I mean, I just don't feel as hyped as the other one. That's why I'm gonna put it as number four because I know it's not gonna be as good as number one. Uh, Joker one is not gonna be as good as. I'm sorry, Joker two is not gonna be as good as Joker one. That's why I'm gonna put it at number four. I mean, I could rewatch that movie any any day of the week. That's all, that's all I got. I gotta hear Elite, so I see his face. So my number four, my number four is a movie that whenever it's on TV, even though I own it, I have to stop and I'll watch it wherever Spread it's up. at. It's literally one of my favorite comic book movies ever. Again, sticking with the Alan Moore theme, it's the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Good one. And so basically what it is, is it's all these kind of famous historical fictional characters are are the extraordinary gentlemen in it and so you have captain nemo you have mina harker from dracula you have dr jekyll and mr hyde you have dorian gray alan quatermeyer quatermeyer and so it's just a really t- great story shane west plays tom sawyer it's just a really 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 good story and it's kind of cool and it's really good movie really good movie and you got sean connery so you can't really go wrong sean connery Good one. All right. My number four, another a basic bitch on the list one, but I, I love this movie. I think it's the best movie of its other counterparts. Um, but Spider-Man 2, directed by Sam Raimi, is my number four. I knew it was coming. I, it was coming. I saw that coming, too. I have no Spider-Man on my list. I confirm that. It, well, that was crazy. I love, you know, spider I think... Of this, of the eight live action films, I think it's ranked number one. Um, what I loved about this story is that you know it's like Peter wants to live a normal life, but he makes the realization that even though I have these powers, it's not like I can, you know, choose to be Spider Man. I have to be Spider Man. You know, with this power comes this great responsibility. This, you know, this this responsibility of saving New York. You know, but I, the funny thing is that Peter living a normal life is going to school and like just being a good boyfriend rather than like, you know, like kicking it and like doing dumb shit. But it's like, no, he wants to be a good kid. And I loved, um, Alfred Molina's Dr. Octavius. And then I think he was such a good villain. Cause like, I love, like he wasn't like a villain villain, like you know, he's not like, oh, like I was born evil, like I want to be evil on others. It's like, no, that that chip, you know, attached to the arms made him evil. And then when he breaks free, he sacrifices himself in the end and he says, I'm not a monster, you know what I mean? And 
I, and then I love to, you know, compared to now, compared to No Way Home, you know, the Spider-Man 2's Dr. Octopus arms were real. They were practical. They had puppeteers on set. Where compared to now, you know, on No Way Home, it was all CG. And I think that, you know, the, the practicality of the Spider-Man 2's arms will still hold up today. So I got to give it to Spider-Man 2. I think that very few, like Anthony just mentioned, he said Joker 2 is probably not going to be as good as Joker 1. Spider-Man 2 was better than Spider-Man 1. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I get what you're saying. But Spider-Man 3 was in Spider-Man 2, right? Yeah. Correct. Correct. That's a good one. I mean, I, I would have to put that as my number six, I guess, you know? Like, it's, it's, I agree with Bruder. I think it is the best one out of all the... Um, even Tom Holland ones. Fuck them, dude. I hate... I, I actually make a, like an hour video going into the Tom Holland. Tom Holland cannot carry his own Spider-Man movie. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think we said that on a, a, a before where maybe got cut an episode. But like in one, he got carried by Michael Keaton. And then two, he got carried by Jake Gyllenhaal. And then the third one, he got carried by the other Spider-Man actors and Willem Dafoe. Not only that, but he got carried by um, Robert Downey Jr. in Spider-Man 1 too. So way better. Yeah. Way better. Even Zendaya, fucking mm-hmm. side character, did better than him. Like they had to bring in everybody <laughs> just to just to save his ass. But everybody wants to worship him like he's the best Spider-Man. Toby is the best because he could carry himself around annoying characters. That's what makes it great. Anyway, um, yeah, good pick, good pick. I agree. Top three boys. Here we go. It's scary. I don't know if you want to call it basic, but I mean, it's it's on my list. This is the, I think this is, oh no, no, I'm sorry, I'm not even going to say that because I just threw my number one. Give me X2 for my number three. X-Men 2. Wow. Yeah, great movie. Um, You know, I, I I could put that movie on and have a great time every time I put it on. If I could, I would have put Days of Future Past, but I couldn't find the comic book that kind of connects with it, so I didn't want to put it in because I know someone in the comments will be on me. So I know X2 for sure is pretty comic accurate. And Striker was fucking badass. And you know, it, Days of Future Past and X2 kind of go together if you really watch it. But um, Striker's a great villain. You know, Wolverine, uh, Hugh Jackman does an amazing job. Everybody just nails the role. It's so fun to watch. You just see everybody. And then that scene where they're attacking the school, like you get to see the kids run away with the X Men get revenge. It's, it's, I I love it. Like I think it's better than X three. I think it's way better than X one for sure. Um, but X two or Days of Future Past. But I couldn't find the comic book connection to it. So fun fact: X Men Days of Future Past is probably more comic book accurate. Okay, than Days X2. of Future Past. Then it's actually it, it, it's actually it's actually based off of the Uncanny X Men one forty one, which was called Days of Future Past. There you go. That's something. So, comes, still gonna come at me then. Down. Evan, come on, I mean, we'll have a conversation, and I'll pull out the fucking episode of the comic book if you want to yeah, see. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll, um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, Days of Future Past, and Days of Future Past is fucking awesome, dude. Time travel, it's got introduction and Quicksilver, got the young Magneto, and then the old Magneto helping the old, um, Xavier. It's just like perfect because he's like he's more wise, but in the past he's more foolish. You get to see both sides of it. Fucking great. X2 and, and Days of Future Past are phenomenal ones. But it's not my favorite. Hint, hint. All right. Number, Elite, go, go before I say so, too much. Number three. This is my first 
non-Alan Moore. So we've got to put that out. Alan Moore, if you see this, I'm a big fan. Hit me up. Okay. Frank Miller's Sin City. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really great one. How can you live a life? How can you live a life without that yellow bastard? So um, it's literally probably the quintessential. I don't remember what year that came out, but it was 2005. Jeez, what a great year 2005 was for comic book movies. Almost everyone I've mentioned so far has been 2005. Um, But literally you had like, Sin City, if you've never seen it, it's just this amazing, it's four different anthologies. It's a story where you have the customer's always right, that yellow bastard, um, the hard goodbye, and that big fat kill all are in one. And it's like little stories in each one. Such an amazing cast. The cast was amazing in that. You had Mickey Rourke, you had Jessica Alba, you had, I forget who played that yellow bastard, but I mean, literally it was just an all-star cast and it was the cool thing about it was it was one of the first Wachowski sisters movies. And so it had kind of that matrixy, matrixy vibe to it. And it was filmed in this very weird, I don't know what you would even call that film style. It had some color, had black and white, but it was like this almost animation meets live yeah, action. And phenomenal movie. Great phenomenal movie. movie. Yeah, you're right. 2005 was a golden era for movies in general too. Good pick. Honestly, I didn't think about that. Great. My number three, um, I'm going to have to say Logan. Logan 2017, I think Mm. it was. Good Um, movie. Like Anthony mentioned, I think all of us here are huge X-Men fans. And, you know, like Anthony, um, I loved the X-Men films growing up. You know what I mean? Kids now, you know, they have like Avengers. But for us back then, it was like X-Men, Daredevil, Spider-Man. But, like, when it comes to, like, live-action films. But, you know, I loved X-Men. I love Hugh Jackman as a character. I mean, as well, I mean, as Wolverine. But I love him as an actor as well. Um, and I feel like Logan was such a good send-off for him. You know, it was based off of, like, the old man Logan comics. Like, I, 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 like it was very sad, you very know. Very sad, yeah. Great comic. Yeah. It was such Great a very comic. sad movie, you know spoilers but like you know seeing <laughs> professor xavier go you know and then seeing you know logan go and then like laura x23 she even like says like she calls him daddy in the end because like she you know she knows like oh like he's my dad and it was a very very sad and very sad ending and then because uh disney bought fox you know they were planning to make like a, a x23 movie but uh, got canned. So, I mean, I think Logan was such a good send off for Hugh Jackman and um, Patrick Stewart. Yep, definitely. Isn't he, is he playing that role one more time, though? Is he supposed yeah, he's to coming be back in... from Deadpool. But you know, it's not going to be the same. Yeah, so yeah, I thought. You know, right, right. But I, I think it's just a cameo. But that's a good one. That is a good one. That was, that was a good one. That, yeah. I did, uh, you got me into that one too. Because like, cool. I was like, oh, oh, oh. I like because I like the comics so much. It's one of my favorite comics. I was like, I hate watching movies that are poorly done by great comics. Cause theater of the mind is always better. You know what I'm saying? And they did a great job with that movie. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a good pick. Great pick. Um top oh, 
we're not top two, and he's gonna get more controversial and controversial. But I'm surprised the Brewer doesn't have this on his list at least. But number two, kick ass. Kick ass. I mean, the four is it? Is it kick ass? Huh? Yeah, it's kick ass. <laughs> not kick ass ball to the wall, but kick ass one. Thinking better. Um, it's fun, fun movie to watch. Like it's pretty gory. You know, you get like a dark Batman with Big Daddy's Nicolas Cage. You know, uh, Quicksilver from the MCU versions there, and the Quicksilver from the X Men is there, and it's just funny, funny movie. I know there's some jokes that I, I laugh at still, and it's I like the realization of how, you know, not everybody could just fucking put on a suit and go out there and you'll get your ass whooped, and it, the crime feels so it just feels real, and it really great ending, and it's sad when you know. They're getting their ass whooped and burned. I could watch that movie any day. And I'll be like, oh, Kick-Ass is on and I'll watch it. And I'm surprised Bruner doesn't have this on his list because he laughed on it, so I know he doesn't. But give me Kick-Ass for number two. Comic book movie of all time. So mine, here's where it comes the first little... Number two... The Watchmen by Alan Moore. Saw that one. That's a good Saw one. Saw that one for me. Okay. Changed my life. Came out my freshman year of high school. That It came out originally as a monthly over two years, and they finally put it in the big fat book. Um, fun fact about that book, it literally is one of the top 100 novels of all time since 1923. We're talking about a comic book. It's one of the top 100 novels of all time. And when they put that to film, first of all, don't mess around with a two-hour version. You got to go the Zack Snyder four-hour version of that movie. That's the only way to watch that movie, and because it's the only one that really does it justice. And it's just so amazing. And I know that one of our former castmates on this would absolutely be screaming that it's at number two because um, it's his whole identity. Um, but it's amazing, amazing, amazing. If you've never watched it, you have to watch it. And then I suggest after you watch it, go read the graphic novel. So it's probably the truest to form that I've ever seen come out on screen. It's very close. So that's my number two. Great one. Okay. Yeah. It's a very good one too. I think this. I think this is for sure my basic bitch answer, but I have to give it to him because of the state of the world right now. Uh, Avengers Endgame. I I feel like it was such a good movie. Everything from Iron Man two thousand eight led up to this. You know what I mean? And like ever since Endgame came out, Marvel just hasn't been the same. Like the movies just don't hit. You know what I mean? And then I love this movie. Like one of the like they go back in time to Avengers twenty twelve, you know what I mean? And then like Thanos again was such a good villain. I mean, even in Infinity War, you can argue that, you know, Thanos was the main character. But like Yeah. Uh, and was movie. Yeah, Endgame just was it, you know what I mean? It was a good like Endgame the final battle good. of Cap and then, you know, the the send off for Iron Man. You know, I feel oh. like I feel like they should have just gotten rid of you know the most cheaper. like the the heavy three like Thor, Cap, and Iron Man. I'm sure, Thor retired. In that movie. Yeah, Dude, I feel like they should have retired those three in that movie. 
especially I'm telling you go ahead. if you could live that moment that moment when you're standing there and he straps his and Captain America straps his hand back up and you hear him say on your left on your left if I could just relive that moment in the movie theater the eruption of excitement that was probably one of the greatest moments in my life and I'm going to be honest it brought a tear it, yeah. it, it hit me it hit different <laughs> that's definitely one of those movies it's like where you had to see it you know in theaters like you had to be you there. had to with 100 people there. you had to be there around 100 people it oh was, yeah oh my god that was so good so good so that's my number two that was a great one yeah so i really gotta be there man i still have pictures like and i still have pictures i still have the cup and it's like, like Burr said, it's a callback to all the good movies. Great number two. I would have put it in my number two if I didn't want to. I don't know why I didn't, honestly. I, w- I would have too if I was oh. basic, but I'm not basic. So. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, these two with the, went with the Ninja Turtles and the Sin City. And I'm like, hey, Ninja Turtles. No, it's not a mainstream good, like, comic. You guys went very, like, very, you like, know, safe route, uh, yeah. was it Earth yeah. Party Publisher? Like, yeah, Dark yeah, Horse? You got me there. Oh, yeah. Image, image, image comics. All right, yeah, well, comics. No, my number one, and I don't think it won't be as hyped because it was Bruder's number three. Give me Logan. You know what I mean? That's why I was like, it's not my favorite. Because number one, it's Logan. It for all the reasons Bruder said, it is a fucking emotional X Men film, and it just like it dials it back because it's like they're the last two, and everybody hates mutants, and it's like whatever they did in the past doesn't matter, and they're just trying to survive, and they see this little hope. It's like father, father figure. Like Logan was never a father figure, but he learns to be one. And the part of that that always gets me is when she flips the cross, puts in the X. That's that's cinema right there, and that that's my favorite comic movie of all time. And and that moment right there, that I knew, I was like, that's my favorite. Plus the shout out to El Paso, you know, shout out nine one five, and they do it better than Purge Forever After, which I found out they filmed in Alabama and just fucking <laughs> call it El Paso. So, give me Logan, man. Give me Logan. <laughs> Great movie. So, my number one, you know, and it's funny as I look at this, and then my list could go so many different ways, so many different times. And I, again, I think I agree with Bruner. I think it's because the climate where we're at right now and just the way the world is. It's another Alan Moore. V for Vendetta. Ooh, v for Vendetta. And, I mean, literally, the. Me- the mask, the Guy Fox mask created anonymous came from that. I mean, there's just so much influence from that. And then you talk about like dystopian kind of like everything that's going on government wise now and shit. I feel like, oh my God, we're in V for Veneta like real life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like just such a great movie. Like Natalie Portman was so committed. She really shaved her yeah. head for the movie. And she it did. was like just a really, really great movie. And again, another one that was a great book. The book was amazing. And then to bring that into the comic book, uh, into the movie world from a comic book, I think they did a great job. Great job. And uh, so that's my number one. I think me and Anthony's number three and number ones were flipped because my number one is Joker 2019. Oh, I knew four. that though for you. Oh, sorry, number yeah. four. There you go. That was a good one. But I love this movie. I was very, very skeptical because Joker, you know, such a big character, you know, one of Anthony's favorites, loves being introduced, you know, into Arkham games. 
But that's another hour video. Jerks is like, or, but anyway. So I was mean, you know, me and Lee were talking. You know, we were very skeptical because again, Joker is such one of those big characters, and his backstory really hasn't been explored in the comics. Like it's been hinted at, some parts have been added, but this is one of the films. It's like you can, like, have a comic book inspiration, and you can do your own thing as long as it's good. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like Arthur Fleck, you know, is a guy who's got, you know, mental problems. Not like severe mental problems where he's a lunatic. But like, I mean, he has his bad days, you know what I mean? And he's then I love that. <laughs> I love that he has, like, it's a real thing, like real medic- <laughs> medical condition, like an uncontrollable laughter. And I love that they, they gave it to him, you know, instead of like just forcing some guy to just crazily laugh, you know what I mean? And then he has mm-hmm. a little card saying, like, you know, excuse my laughter, I have, a, I have a medical condition. And then, you know, Gotham itself, like Anthony was saying, is a character, you know. And then, like, you see, like, there's a a trash, um, a trash, um, yeah. like, the, they're unionizing the trash workers. So, like, all the trashes are piling up in yeah. the city. And then it takes place in the late 70s, early 80s, New York. Or, I'm sorry, Gotham, which is still kind of like New York. And it's so good. And then, you know, Arthur, which, you know, tell says a lot about fucking saying the line says a lot about society right now, but you know, he is very low income and then he needs uh medication from, you know, government funded, you know, government funded projects. And then, you know, she tells him, she's like, Hey, you know, I'm sorry, we're running out of money. And he's like, well, where am I supposed to get my medication now? You know what I mean? And then he's, Arthur's trying to be a good guy, but I mean, the city, you know, is like tearing him down. You know what I mean? Like he wants, you know, he's, he's a good guy. He's like a performer, you know, he wants to be happy, but like, he's got, you know, some demons in him. And then like his fault, his stepfather, you know, they said it like, would literally chain him to a radiator and beat him. And then, you know, and then he has this like, you know, thing where he thinks that his real father is Robert De Niro's character. And then he's like, oh, why, you know, why don't you love me? No, I'm sorry. He thinks Thomas Wayne's his real dad. And then Thomas Wayne just like lays into him. He's like, listen, he's like, tell your mother to stay away. And he's like, well, he's like, what's wrong with you people? Like, why aren't you just normal? Why can't you just be nice? And then like, you know, he has this, you know, fan like he, and then what I also love too, is he lives in this fantasy world where, you know, he thinks he's like a funny comedian, but like, you know, but in reality, like people just boom off stage or, you know, and then when he, when he watches TV, like people think, well, I'm sorry. He thinks that robert de niro's character is gonna love him like oh you know why don't you come up you know you're a really funny guy but then he finally makes it and then robert de niro also lays into him and he's like he's like what you did was terrible and then he loses it and then i also love like the idea that you know he thinks that zazie beats is his girlfriend that part was was just making up i know i know in the theater i was like i dropped my popcorn and then he walks into yeah that realization where he walks into her apartment she's like who are you wait aren't you my neighbor and he's like no well, you know we're dating and then it shows like all the whole time it was just in Did his she head. kill him like i never understood that did he kill her no she doesn't kill him. he just he just walks away weird it's 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 funny because i sit and think about him is um he's probably one of the best jokers <laughs> ever like and he's not even like a stereotypical joker like the stair scene, et cetera, so forth. And the only other Joker, the only other Joker that I think ever came close to him, which is weird because it's none of the big ones. No, 
is Cameron Riley Monahan. Oh, Cal Kestoff. The, the kid, the kid. Yeah, the kid he from Gotham. Me of the Cal like he, he kind of. Well, he reminded me, and I, I always thought, oh, geez, you know, I thought he was like a perfect cast job, and it was kind of the same thing because you gave me a backstory. Oh, I'm interested to see Joker too because I think it's going to be. You know, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Yeah, you're right. You you did really good in the show. Gotham's a fucking amazing show. That's a great show. Great show. I think some of those TV shows, that's the next one we should do, is some of those TV shows are actually better than some of the movies they've made. Like, the Flash TV show is phenomenal. Well, it's freaking great. You know what I'm great saying? It's a few seasons. And so. But. Yeah. I mean, one thing well, I do want to do is uh, E3. I mean, not E3, but a lot of video games got announced, and they're going to continue to be announced. So maybe we'll do a video on that, reacting to them. Um, I just I just want to say a fun fact: four books that I was like, oh my god, I was looking at because I went over and looked at my comic books, and I did not, I forgot these four books were originally comic books. Okay, before they were made into movies. Well, Judge Dredd, which I kind of knew. Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks movie, that originally was a comic book. Okay, which is kind of cool. 30 Days of Night was originally a comic book. I totally forgot that one. And do you remember the movie, the Bruce Willis movie, Red, where he was a spy, a retired spy? That was a comic book, too. I mean, yeah, there's so many of them. Like, if you start to go through and look at, like, what's made in in there, and I guess that's why I kind of stayed from me. I wanted to stay away from the DC and Marvel so much just to kind of sit and say, hey, guys, I want to introduce our audience to so There's lots of independent titles out there that are great stories that you don't have to necessarily go mainstream. Not that I love mainstream. If I was, It'd be a totally different list if I was going to say, hey, I'll put X-Men 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so just kind of fodder is just... Walk around your comic book store and look around. Doesn't necessarily have to say Marvel or DC on it to be a good book. Yeah, no, you're right on that for sure. Well, I mean, that's not we missed anything yeah. for sure. I know, mm-hmm. I know, something's gonna come at me with X Men. So yeah. yeah, let us. Yeah, let us. I know got in your the back. Comments. Don't worry. Put your lists. Don't be like, oh, how could you put you know that as number three? No, be like, oh, I could see your argument, but. This is my point. Don't just don't just be like, oh no, that sucks. Be like, no, like, ex- expand upon it. You know, let us know in the comments. Oh, I'll, in the famous words of TikTok, don't be that guy. Me. You're not that guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> go ahead. We were gonna draft B.J. Robinson, you idiots. Put that in the video, please. Yes, referring to our last video fuck. of when you guys had. Lost Miles Sanders. Boston Scott was your running back. Yeah, one. and we got Rashad Penny. And you have to pay Jalen Hurts. Yeah, you guys had to pay Jalen Hurts. You sent Rashad Penny. The motherfuckers think we're okay. So you need yeah. you need to save some money because you just paid the guy who just went to the Super Bowl. So let's draft a running back, which makes sense. Yeah, people are just uh, yeah. Brewers literally my translator. I'm about to go off on these Eagles fans. These Eagle fans are dumb as fuck. Like they're acting like we weren't going to grab Robinson if he was available. But all right, whatever. I mean, whatever. We were gonna, we were, and then you don't come at me, and all. Then I guarantee you, I will reply. And I notice how the ones that I do reply to don't say anything. They don't say anything. At least I don't see them. I don't know if they, if they do, but no, they there don't. There you go. 
All right, well, I mean, let us know we missed anything besides the Robinson part. I'm sure everybody let me know. Uh, so, thank you, though, for watching. All love. It's all love, guys. I love you guys, too. Don't worry. Well, he's just standing there like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, I got attacked. Sure. <laughs> uh, keyboard warriors, God, love them, dude. <laughs> all right. Take it easy, everyone. <laughs>